Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This week, I'm joined by Jeremy Jacobowitz. We are talking about date night restaurants, where to go, how to give a good recommendation. And we ask the question, am I crazy, dog? Welcome to the new J Train Podcast. Happy birthday, dear Jared. Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Happy birthday to me. 39 tomorrow. As we start here on the J Train podcast, welcome. We are back. This is now days after my birthday, but it has been celebrated. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. My My wish for this year is for this podcast to be the biggest podcast in the world. So all you got to do is share, 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 let someone know. Hit the like button, make a comment, let us know what you thought of the episode, let us know what you thought of the topics this week. Um, I'm very excited. Today's guest, uh, uh, formerly Brunch Boys. Yeah. uh But Jeremy Jacobowitz, thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's a pleasure. You, uh, what would you call yourself? What? I've now come back around on influencer because okay. here's a difference. Everyone in the world is a content creator. Right. You open up TikTok and you make a video. You're a content creator. That's You're wonderful. You're in the game. You're, that's great. Right. Influencer is how I actually make money. I influence. People trust me. They trust what I have to say. People pay me to get their messaging out because of that. So I've come back around. I'm like, okay, I don't think it's a dirty word. I think it's like it, it's a strong word now. It's like right. not everyone can be an influencer. And it also doesn't have to do a following in it is like how you build your audience and what they believe in you. The millennial is strong in you. <laughs> I can feel the um, the weirdness associated with words and what you're labeled as. You and I were the same age. So like that whole thing of like having a blog was such a punchline. Mm-hmm. Like when we got out of college, what are you gonna start a blog? You're going to be a blog and you'd be like, uh, you're gonna, yeah, every woman, a dating blog, every, you know, <laughs> there was that guy, Sushi with my girls. That was like, mm-hmm. you're going to be, you, it always felt like you were copying someone. And Gen Z has none of that. Gen Z is just like, I make, like, you'll see someone with content creator right away. I, this is what I'm doing. I'm yep. aspiring towards internet career. And for us, and just, I, I understand everything you just said. <laughs> I felt it because when you say I'm coming around to influencer, you're right. That is the proper term. But, you you know, there's a fear, I'm sure. I don't want to be a fucking influencer. You know, like I I don't want to be the punchline that. Sure. But then you go, I accept it because it does feel different now. The content creator, you know, Mm -hmm. label might be the punchline now or you go, well, you're right. Because I watch your videos. I'm a huge fan. You are putting together and I wanted to talk to you. We're going to talk suggestions later in today's episode. We want you to give your recommendations. Mm-hmm. A recommendation to me is uh, they're given so much now due to content creation. Go see this place versus why would I go? Like when you do a video, I, I appreciate there's thought. There's a reason you went somewhere. Yeah. There's a reason that, come. you know, if you go to a city, why it relates to the city you're in. Mm-hmm. I told you, I was like, I just went and had Buffalo Wings in Buffalo. I was like, that is a, you would... You got to go. You got to do it. I want to see your version of Buffalo with the wings. Yeah. I always try and have like a mix of cities of like what's traditional a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes people are like, oh, that's lazy. You went there and ate them. Like, I know, but it's part of that city. Oh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. 
It is not lazy at all to go to San Diego and tell me where to get a breakfast burrito. Right. I'm not. This is this bothers me. This is annoying to me because you're right. Like yeah. the idea, like when like I'll go to Dallas and someone's like, ah, oh, I got the best bagel place in Dallas. I'm like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the best bagel uh-huh. place in Dallas. I live in New York City, the bagel capital of oh, the yeah. world. So like, give me the best breakfast taco in Dallas. Give me yes. the best Tex-Mex. Give me the best barbecue. That I do want to go to the place and I want to go to Disney World and I want to ride the rides. Right. It's like I give the example like cats is in New York City. It's like. If you've never been to Katz's and you're coming to New York City, go to Katz's. Not only right. is it amazing, but it is New York City. Like, eat that. Right. Get that you, here, the, the, you know? The the Katz's thing, when you go to the comments, and it's like, I don't know why. I hate that we're giving weight to commenters. Like, I, I almost want, like, a Yelp version rated commenter. Like, I want to know who's, <laughs> like, good. I want to <laughs> know who's been, uh, yeah, like, I, I want to know who's been upvoted to the sky, like, for being funny or being thoughtful and i want to know who's just the worst because when you see the cats's reviews then you get someone that's like they're all mad at how much it is and you go and you go listen that is called a uh that is a free market economy like Uh. you my dad would go you know every time we go why'd that place go out of business my dad would go because they were doing so well (laughs) that they had to close up shop because they were making too much money you know how much something costs Whatever someone will pay for it. So Katz's is is Disney World. There's one. A million percent, yes. And and they do what they do well, very well. If you look at it and you go $34 sandwich, then that's not worth it to you. But price is, is, is... Oh, people, people try and audit me all the time. It's weird. What a waste. What a waste. I'm like, if I audited you, I could find a lot of things you waste money on. Like, right. yeah, I went to the restaurant and like, I'm not, I don't eat that much expensive stuff anyway. But yeah, if I go to someplace, it's expensive. I splurge. It is one, my personal love and my business. Right. And like, I'm not, or someone said the other day, I ate a sandwich in LA. It was $80. I got the $60 caviar add on in the yeah. video. I even said, you don't need it. I'm going crazy. It's delicious, but whatever. I love so, that video because I love what you said. You go, you don't need it. Yeah. I needed you to eat it. I, yeah. I <laughs> needed you to eat it to tell me I didn't need it. Yeah. Because if you had said to me, and listen, you have yeah. to, as an influencer, you have to care mm-hmm. to say, I have to trust you enough to go, oh, thank you. I didn't, I didn't need that. Yeah. And I think we are of an age, like my parent, our parents are not the same as us. We, you know, I grew up on Phantom Gourmet in the Boston area, like the hot dog safari, Eddie Edelman's hot dog safari, like all these food shows that were local-ish. And then you got Food Network and you get the Food Network people. You worked with Bobby Flay, so you're familiar with this world completely. We do believe in a destination food thing like yeah. like food being the ride you know bring it back to I, I travel just to eat that's what i want to do that's I, right i'm not going to sit on any beach that doesn't excite me at all i'm going to a city and whether this was my job or not i'd be there filming just because i love it i right. love eating and documenting it it doesn't the, matter and so our parents might go like my dad i remember he went to a restaurant and he was like ah i want my burger to come off the plate and i go what does that mean? He goes, I just want it off the plate. It was a small burger. I go, was it good? Like, was it worth the small? And to him, there's no, there's, that doesn't exist. It's just no. burger off the plate. I want Maggiano's. I want the big family style. I got a lot for my dough. And I think we're willing to cook more. And you know, go to a place, cook, and then be like, I'm going to this $80 caviar sandwich yeah. later. 
Yeah. Just to have the experience of what was it worth it? I yeah. want to know for myself. And I love food. Like I'm, I love it anyway. But yeah, someone was like, oh, you could have bought 20 sandwiches for that. Give them to the homeless. I'm like, you could, <laughs> I, I could audit you and find a million things you waste money on. Right. Where, like you're not doing that. So what's the difference? Right. That's, but it's, it's an insane thought. That's, that's looking at it in a vacuum. Yeah. There's a purpose to all this. So. Mm -hmm. No, no, I love watching your stuff. I think everyone, if you don't follow Jeremy, you, you got, and I, I, I think of you with the influencer thing. Cause it's like, it's hard to be a male influencer too. Like in terms of, in terms of like, you know, female influencer, they all have, um, I, what I've noticed is that women like to follow other women. Oh yeah. Women are like, Oh, what's her? I like, I remember I was dating a girl. I was like, she's like, Oh, I follow this girl. I just love her style. Mm -hmm. There's not a, a market for that for men. There's no man no, following me for my style, you for your, you know, yeah. you have to, what, what do you give someone as yeah. an influencer? You go, okay, I'm going to these great places. You can trust me for a recommendation. You can go to, I've gone to Jeremy's YouTube page. That's how I found the breakfast taco place I went to in Austin. I yeah. had like one meal in Austin. I go to your YouTube page. I searched it and you had all these breakfast tacos. I found one that was in between the airport and where I was going. Perfect. Done. That's yeah. it, it, it achieved a goal for me. Um, Female influencers, there could be, there's men there to look at the women and then there's women there to look at the women. Yes. You know, women dress for other women, men dress uh -huh. for women. So like, there's there's an element of that. It's like, I think it's a different road if you're like, you you just don't see a lot of male influencers that, yeah. considering themselves yeah. influencers. And I see that play out with like my audience too. Like Instagram, because it's a little older, is mostly female. Mm. TikTok is a little younger and it's more male. Because I think younger men are like more accepting of it i guess like yeah. gen z's fluid whatever so they're like yeah it's cool like they'll comment everything tagging all their bros on tiktok but right. i will never see that on instagram so it's interesting seeing the difference in just ages the way they act and treat influencers also and, and the treatment of different apps and the way they yeah. work in our lives what is the weirdest thing that you found being in the social media world like what is what is something that just like no one would realize is just a crazy part about it I mean, I think just like bigger, and I don't think this is just social media, but I think if you are of influence in any way, it's, you don't really know what people want. Mm. And it's difficult of girls because I don't know what they want. Because right. And I'm very, like all my friends are girls anyway. Like I have relationships with women that aren't sexual at all. Like I'm very open to all that. I don't care. Yeah. But when you first meet someone, I think that like, I'll get the way when message me sometimes, I'm like, if I was any other dude that doesn't experience this, I'm like, oh, they're flirting with me. But my reaction right. can't be that way. My reaction is like, no, like maybe they literally like I get messages all the time. Let's go eat. These girls don't want to date me. They just want to eat with me, <laughs> which is like super weird mixed signals that you yeah. wouldn't think you deal with. But like and because I'm open to it, I'm like, OK, cool. Like, I don't care. Whatever. Let's go eat. Like, friendly. it doesn't right. matter to me. But it's interesting. I have to like dissect these things a little bit differently and interactions a little bit differently. I'm at a bar. A girl comes up to me like, blah, 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 blah. Talk me, talk my ear off. And I'll be her friend. I'm like, dude, she's into you. And then it, like her boyfriend comes up. Like she wasn't. She was just excited that she saw her favorite influencer at a bar. Right. I Listen, and I, I get that a lot because I have a female following as well. And then you get the, like, oh, married women. Where, where are we going to get drinks before uh -huh. the show? And I'm like, and and it's like an invitation of like her and her friends. And, you know, the, and I and you got to be like, I don't drink before shows. And you're like, I, and also like. You know, I, I, you have an amount of energy, you know, yeah. you're a single guy. I'm a single guy. You go, I want to go on a date. I want to go out after and meet a single woman, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, and you go, so, you know, you sound like a shithead. You're like, I, I, sorry, <laughs> you know, married woman from the suburbs coming in for the night, but like, I'm not looking to hang, you know, like before uh -huh. my show. And I, I, so I, 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 this is the subject I kind of wanted to get into because I saw you 
um, last week, and I I had to I want to talk about the U Up dating event. Mm. And so the U Up podcast did a dating event, and by the time you're listening to this, if you're if you've listened to U Up podcast as well, we'll talk about it there too. But I wanted to get your perspective because we went to the U Up dating event, and then it was I thought it was awesome. It's great, I, and I, I go to a lot of these things. I thought it was wonderful. Do you go to a lot of singles events? And and this is not a male thing. It's hard to get. What we're mm-hmm. finding is it's hard to get men to go yep. to a dating event. Men think they have what a lot of. And we're two guys, okay? I will say this, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I think a lot of the way men think about how they're going to meet someone is that this magical angel who's glowing is just going to show up at their door and, oh my God, that will make me motivated to do all the things in the relationship I want to be doing for someone. Mm. And I'm just going to skip to the altar (laughs) and I don't want to be dragged. I want to be... Oh my God, this is the person we connect on this level in a very, you know, in a very coming of age, teenage rom-com movie way. Oh, where yeah. I Our think brains were rotted men, from the nineties movies. 100%. Right. Yes, and yeah, I think yeah. a lot of men, you know, that, that, uh, 90 days of summer, what's the movie, uh, with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, Senator Tarbat. I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the way. With Zoe Deschanel. With Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's. 90 days of summer. That's it. 500, 500 days of summer. I'm 410 short. I, no, but I, I think that, like, if you watch 500 days of summer, he's a little bit, like, you know, a little bit poetic, a little bit, like, sing-songy. But I would say that, at its core, is very male. So there's no thought of, like, I got to go to work on this dating thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the angel's going to show up one day. Yeah. And when you do these dating events... You know, there are men there, but you go, you could tell that it's men who are like thinking about these things. They're, they're a little more sensitive than maybe like some guy who's like maybe a jerk someone's dealing with at the time. What do you, what gets you into these events and what, what makes a bad event versus a good one? Cause I've been to like, I've, I've, I'm around this stuff cause I've done podcasts about dating yeah. stuff, but what did you, what did you think? I think that there's a few things. I think one is just the people they bring out could right. be, maybe they don't bring the best people. Maybe they do, maybe, maybe don't, whatever. I think it's the vibe of the place. Like yeah. I, what I loved about that, it was very casual. Yes. At the bar, had the back room. It could have been like we weren't there at this singles thing. So to it get into it, uh, sorry to interrupt, yeah, no. it's, uh, it was called Cooper's Tavern, right? Hmm. Cooper's Tavern on 18th Street. I Full recommendation from the J Train podcast, Plug City. Great bar for a yep. first date. Great bar, had the lighting. Wrong name. The problem is the name. Yeah. If you went to a woman who was like, we're going to Cooper's, she'd go, what the fuck? She's like, where's that? She's like, Murray's Hill. Where's that? Right, right. I'm going to be up with some loser bar. It was perfect. So yeah. you walk. When I walked in, great vibe. The yep. bar was busy. It was a Thursday night. The back had our whole setup. Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah, the vibe was great. I, I, I was immediately surprised, yeah. actually. And I also just think like sometimes I go to these things, and my approach to them is like it's casual. It's a tool. It's, it's a tool to meet people. Mm. And I don't put any pressure on it beyond that. Maybe I find a date. Maybe I don't. Maybe I find a girlfriend. It, it doesn't matter. Just I'm going there to meet in, people. In the same way a dating app gets to exactly. the number. Exactly. We're, we're, we're here to get to the number. Right. Exactly. Right. And sometimes I feel like people go in without that approach. Mm-hmm. And women come in and like looking for a husband. And I'll right. like, I feel the way they look at me and talk to me. And I'm like, why? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? We did it 30 seconds ago. Like, I feel like they're quizzing me. Right. You know, and, and I'm and like. I felt that a little bit because I walked in. 
and everyone there knows me because they listen to the podcast or they know right. because they, you know, they, their friends sent them, oh, that's the guy with the podcast. This is a podcast sponsored dating event. And I had a few women come up to me and they were like, where are the men, Jared? And I'm like, <laughs> it's so interesting that the women there kind of, I could feel it. And this was a feeling. They kind of like looked at the room. They saw the guys that were there. They go, none fit my vibe. <laughs> I've judged it. It's over. Jared, feed me, Seymour. Uh, yeah. Feed me more men. <laughs> and, and I could feel that. Uh -huh. And I wasn't really there. Like, I'm I'm there, you know, I'm I'm there thanking people for coming. Like, yeah. I, it was my bar mitzvah or some shit. So it, it felt like my wedding a little bit. Um, but I, I yeah, I, I think that there was a, we had, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, this is like my puzzle I'm trying to figure out because I'm like, I walked in very excited by, and I thought the greatest thing they did, they had the name tags. Which I didn't do. You got to do the name tag. But it, it opens the door because then everyone came up to me like, where's your name tag? And right, I was the, like, yeah. <laughs> Zig, so they had name tags. But I did like the questions on them. Yes. They had name tags. It was your name. It had your celebrity crush. And it had uh, uh, something I rant about. Yeah. Which I thought was perfect. It was because really funny. The only problem with the name tag is that women put it on their chest. Yes. And, and you can't you... see and you have to then stare at their boobs. Right. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but like, I can't, it's very dark in here I'm, and I got to get real close to see this. I'm very happy you bring this up as well. I didn't want <laughs> you, you know, you go, you don't want to be like, oh, that guy's checking out my tits. And you're like, I know, I just want to read what you ran about. And I am looking at your boobs. But like, and it, you know, there were women in like low cut shirt and you go, I, I definitely felt awkward and I was like, this isn't by, you know, I'm not trying for this. Um, but that I thought was great. The thing I had ranting about was free bread on the table because it was going to get me into the subject we talk about on an episode here. Uh, um, where's the best free bread on the table in New York? Oh, I think it's free. I mean, the bread at Emilio Bellato is so good. Okay. I want to say it's free. I don't remember. But if it is free, that's okay. the best. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so... So we did. So we're at this event, and all I keep thinking is, how do we get more men here? And I've had this idea for dating for for people where like I want to meet more people. I always think that people should do a friend luck, like a potluck, but with people. Mm -hmm. So I think the next time we do the U Up event, your admission is you pay plus you have to bring one friend. Okay. And it's got to be the opposite sex. And I, I, I don't oh, know how to make this interesting. I don't know how to make this more inclusive gender wise. Yeah. And I, I want to be that. I'm just not thinking in that way. And I, I'm sorry for that. But I'm, I think if like, uh, if you, and, and I think people would get, first of all, if you can't, if you're like, I don't have anyone to bring, then you're out. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And then second of all, you might get creative, go on Tinder, find a guy. Hey, I'm going to a dating event. Would you like to come with me? Uh -huh. And let's go as friends. Maybe we're going to work out, but maybe you meet someone. Maybe I meet someone. Maybe mm. you get ahead of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, I think fair. that would help the event to get just to fill it out. You know, it's like. I mean, it's just a messaging thing. Like to all these men, I'm like, you're going to a bar full of single girls and it's like a four to one ratio. It's like, right. just do the math. Why aren't you there? That's I, why I go. Well, I'm like, uh, it's so easy. Just show up. But, you know. Right. And I especially, you know, there was one instant and the men that were there, I got to say. Everyone was like so sweet and nice. Like mm. they were like, everyone was like really just like a pro guy. Like it was like, and I know that there's like, you know, it's hard because it's like, 
it's funny. The guys that don't want to be there, are the guys that women are having trouble dating. Mm-hmm. And then the guys who want to be there are the ones that they're not really given attention to. No. It's this like, and I feel like I sound like some stupid fucking, you know, Andrew Tate you know, <laughs> asshole. But I'm like, I'm like, I, cause these guys were great. Everyone there. And then I, you know, so the event I thought was great. Yep. It had good drinks, good, good vibe. Yep. So then you were like, I'm going to a locks club event. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I know Locks Club. I did some you know, some influencing of my own. Years ago, they were like, can you do stories to promote Locks Club? And they told me it's basically Raya for Jews. Is that how you would describe it? Yeah, you don't technically have to be Jewish. But if you're on there, it's the idea is it's for Jews. It's very Jewish. It's very Jewish. If Yes, everyone on there is very Jewish. And very Jewish, not in the Hasidic way. <laughs> no, it's watching, just a New York, we understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what was my issue. I was like, I, and I said to them, I, I, you know, a woman randomly came up to me in a coffee shop. This is how I got the, you know, paid to do the stories. She's like, what would you want from a dating app? And I was like, I was like, are you messing with me? I kind of have a podcast about this. She was like, <laughs> what? And like, didn't know who I was. I was like, mm. she was literally going up to people asking them what they thought of dating at men to ask uh. them what they wanted. Because it was early in Locks Club's thing. And I go, and we talked a little bit. I talked openly about it. And I was like, well, listen, if you guys are looking to pay someone, I I, I can speak to it. I can do whatever I can do. And then I ended up making stories. They ended up paying me to make stories for them. And Locks Club, to me, the way I explained it, I was like, if you you went to summer camp and you identify, you know, and if you went to summer camp and you're Jewish and you're you're still on your parents' cell phone plan. This is probably the app And I'm not wrong. No. So I made all and I was like, if you like, you know, I made, you know, I made fun of it, but I was like, they kind of have a branding issue to me. Because how do you because what they're saying is like, we're gonna get the good Jews. And I'm like, this sounds very bad. I just don't like the sound of this. And then it's like, what distinguishes? The only thing I can think of, and it's a bad look, is money. Is that like, oh, I think you have a good job, so I'm going to let you in. Like, I, yeah. I, I, and I, it's a little dirty, but I do also, this is, you know, honesty is dirty sometimes. So, yeah. I, I, and they seemingly are having success. Yeah, because- they've launched side apps for other types of people too. That's their growth okay. strategy because you run out of Jews at some point. Right. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to sell tickets. For my show in uh, Chicago this weekend, I'm, I'm running out of Jews myself. <laughs> but I, yeah, but I, what? So they're doing other apps. So in they a have like one. Way. It's for like Asians. They have one. It's like Southeastern Asian. They're mm-hmm. trying to find different things. And not that you, again, like I guess you could be on it without it. But I think they're trying to curate an experience where people so, feel safer. But they're looking know? for a similar niche. Yeah, they're looking for Indian matchmaker. Mm-hmm. They're looking for Jewish matchmaker. They're looking for matchmaker Maria, who we just had on this uh, on the show. Matchmaker Maria speaks very candidly and honestly about like, okay, you're looking for this person who makes this type of money, who does the, like, these are things yeah. that are on the internet where moral supremacy, moral reign supreme, they wouldn't like this on TikTok. No, oh, no. But I've heard that- <laughs> If you think too deeply about it, yes. If you, Cause I, yeah, think yeah, de- yeah, I yeah, was yeah, thinking yeah. of it deeply. Yeah. But you were like, I'm going, and I had heard that Locks Club has good events. Their events are great. So that's- what, I would say So most, yeah. I would say- to me, the best dating event would be in between what Locks Club was and what we had going. Yes, again, I think it's of like what you're looking for because, like, I think like Locks Club thing. I'm like, they're just fucking fun. You know what I mean? My right. approach it is like, very are DJ, they fun? It was very. DJ I think by the time heavy. we got there too, it was like 
ending sort of. So okay. we missed a little bit. Like if you got there early, it's a little bit more like awkward dating, whatever. And then we right. got there, people were deep into drinks. It was so dark down there. It's probably a different scene. It just felt yeah. more like a dance club. I've got tables and bottles scene. It felt younger to me than the, it's definitely younger, event. which again is sort of like the difference sometimes of like people's approach to it and the way they act in it. Yeah. hundred percent. Their events are different too. Like they've done workout classes. I've gone to okay. like, it just started kind of depends on what they're going for. They do. They split the ages sometimes too. They'll do, Hey, this one's 22 to 27. Hey, this one's 30 to 50 okay, or whatever all, it is. These so, yeah. are all positive things because yeah. they're, yeah. they're look, again, life is a Petri dish. We got to figure out what the variables are that make the best mix. And, yeah. and you, and I've heard that their app is paid for by people exclusively for the events. That's, I basically use it just for the events. Okay. Yeah. So we go, now we're going to play a little game called Am I Crazy Talk? Okay. okay. <laughs> we get to the, we get to the event. Okay. And I'm going to ask if I'm crazy. Okay. okay. Uh -huh. We get to the event. You're getting us in because I'm your guest. Yeah. And we get to the door and this will make sense later in the story, but the influencer Tinks is there. Yes. She's right behind us. Yeah. I saw her. I don't know if she saw me. She has not been, she's been awkward towards my thing in the past. She came to our You Up Live show, didn't tag us like, uh -huh. as if she was a mom who didn't know how to use Instagram all of a sudden. <laughs> um, so that was weird. I, I had I've given feedback on her box theory that I didn't really find it empowering or really the right perspective from my point of view. Then she took my name out of it, responded to it, made it a little bit of a, it was it was more of a joust than a discussion. I invited her on the podcast. No answer. Uh, she said yes, then no answer. You know, all the I have all the receipts to prove such a thing, but it's not. There's nothing to prove. I'm not uh -huh. going to talk shit. Yeah. She saw you. Yeah. Went up to you, said hello. Yeah. Okay. She walks in. This guy walks out. Okay. Now the guy looked familiar to me, and he's like, "Hey, I keep running into you." And I look at him, and I'm like. Hey, because I'm like, now I'm faking it a little of bit. Of course, yeah. Happens to me all. I don't remember anyone. So right. yes, yeah. And we meet a lot more people than maybe most people meet. People don't get it. I just like, it's I've hard. maxed out of like people, names I don't remember, faces I don't remember. It's like, it's difficult. Yeah. And it's difficult. And even this, us saying that out loud right now, it probably sounds bad to someone. They're like, what, you guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> no, it's just like, the they're just like, hey, and you don't want, and I'm a, you know, I'm like, I don't want to be an asshole right. to this guy. So I go, hey. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. And he goes, someone inside just mentioned the girl we dated. <laughs> and I go, and he brings up the full name. And I'm not going to, but I go, now I'm remembering how I know this guy. He had come up to me a couple weeks ago on the street. And he goes, hey, we both dated so-and-so. And I'm like. Okay. Like, I don't know uh, what to yeah, do with uh, that yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a weird way to approach me mm -hmm. because is that the only way you know me? Like well, that too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, we dated the same person because I put myself out there to be known. It, yes. So it's weird not to just go, like, I would say nothing. If I saw someone that I had dated the same person as, I, I think it's, it's normal to go and I knew who they were. Hey, I'm Jared. I've heard of you via this. I wouldn't reference the person that we date. Would you? This is what I'm asking him yeah. crazy because he comes out and he goes, 
Oh, you know, uh, someone just brought her up to me inside. This is so weird. I'm seeing you again. And I'm like, this is all this guy talks to me about is the girl that we both dated. And it's so awkward. And I don't want, I don't care. Obviously, I care. I'm sitting here talking about it now. But I was like, I just was like so bizarre to have this like, and I'm like, this is not how I would approach anyone. No. I don't care that you, you know, I, I, I care, but I don't care. So then he walks away and I go, oh, cool. Like, I don't know what else to say. And he goes, and he turns back and he goes, oh, and Tinks is in there. <laughs> you know her? And I go, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and he goes, you don't know Tinks? And I go, no. And he goes, you're Jared Fried. And it's like, oh, you do know who I am. <laughs> I guess you're familiar with my work. That's the normal thing to say. Not we dated the same girl. <laughs> what you, I don't know what his plan is. Am I crazy for I thinking get the, that's a weird way to approach someone? No, I agree. The same person as you? I, I think you probably get this too. Like, I'll get so much of this of people being like, they'll come up to me like, hey, are you Jeremy? I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know who you are, but like that girl over right. there sits and she sent me over. So I'm like trying to be like too cool. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't need to say hi to you. You don't know who I am. You don't really care. Right. And now you're like rubbing in my face that you don't know who I am. It's like, I, I, you could have just not said anything. What's this the difference? This goes back to the discussion of influencer punchline the way it's seen in society, mm-hmm. the who do you think you are of it all, the, you know, I think millennials as a generation, uh, you know, us as a generation, we're not very good. We're in fuck that guy mode immediately, <laughs> more than most other generations. This is even, and the more alike someone is to us, the more we don't want to like them, which is very kind of different than past generations. I think you know, you know, it's, you think about little, go back to Jews. They all lived in the same town and they would migrate together. They hang out together. They'd be at the same temple parties. I see it with my family, especially in Detroit area. Detroit area is very much, you know, very nomadic and, 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 you know, clustered. And now you see a kind of reversion to that. Like you see a, like an, aversion a, a to it. So mm. like, I'm pushing away. I want to be interesting. I want to be my own special snowflake. And if I see someone, oh, you don't know this person, they go, Oh, who does he think he is? Right. Yes. As opposed to, oh my God, look at this guy's doing this cool thing. Yeah. I do my thing. He does his thing. We're a lot alike. Wouldn't that be great to introduce myself as opposed to, because I know what you're talking about. You have one person that's excited to see you. Yeah. The other person doesn't know you and needs to let you know they don't know you. Yes. And I'm like, you just didn't have to say anything. What do I care? Just a person. You you came up to me. What's the difference? I have a great line (laughs) for it. I always go, more people don't know me than know me. Sure. Yeah, I, I, fair. Go, I go. Now you're in. I try to make it positive. I say, uh-huh. now you're in. You you made it. Look at that. I just sort of like, okay, like what do you, what do you want then? Going back to the whole thing, what do you want? Right. Then? Well, you want is, something. What do you want? This is why my crazy dog was created because I do think when you put in these situations, you do want the studio audience reaction. You want to know is 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 anyone on my side here? Am I the only one seeing this? I'm Jim Halpert. I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> What's going on? So what that we dated the same person? I don't understand how that's a premise for starting a conversation with someone. What do you think I'm going to say? Do you think I'm going to like talk bad? I would never talk badly about the person ever. I don't have anything bad to say. But I'm also like, I don't know where to go other than to talk badly. Like I'm going to go, oh no, I I do know where to go. I go, great person. They're awesome. Yeah. Like I would never go any other direction. So it's not interesting. Yeah. Is kind of my issue. But, you know. It was a fun event. I will say, I'm not looking for that downstairs club vibe from a mm. singles event. I thought it was, I think that one felt more clicky than the 
U Up event, which was wonderful. Yeah. But I think the U Up event needed a little bit more sexy clicky. Mm. Um, Do you think maybe shifting the time could help? Because it started like 6.30? It was like 6.30 to 8.30, see, right? I like the time. Okay. I would like, here's what I, I, if I'm to like, if I'm to like, you know, mess with the the formula, I'm having a human, you have to bring a human. Uh-huh. Um, they don't have to be single. I don't even believe in. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think okay. you can bring right. anyone. But you don't think people, I think I do find that like, if you're paying to go to an events mm-hmm. for single people and you go there and people aren't single, I'd be like, uh, I kind of paid just to be in a room with single people though. I, I hear you, but I, 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 it is a good point. I think there's a positive way to look at it. Everyone knows 200 people. And if you're bringing someone to a singles event, that's married, the fun for them is I know another person for this person. If they got into yeah. it that way, but it's hard to, I guess that would be the messaging I'd have to put out there. If you're bringing someone not single, they are here for the single people. They are here huh. for service. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I've been thinking a lot about, like, I, I do think I was looking you at- You could have, like, a wing woman name tag. Right. Wing woman. Favorite thing to rant about. <laughs> I, got three, I got three singles in mind at home. Yeah. Like, I got three people to text. You know, like, the number of people you can text right away. Yeah, this is the thing. We write to edit. And that's why, I, like, I was looking at that event. I was looking, and it was, I did want to see the Loxco event, just because you know, the curiosity of it all. Um, there was a point where I had to leave because I was like, it, I did have the feeling where it looked like I was there to be recognized. Okay. Do you fair. ever have that where you're like, I was like, what am I doing here? I, I don't know enough people to like uh, hang in the corner. I was kind of like walking around the room. Like I was haunting it. Cause I was just like, I this, just is, my stra- this is my strategy up. though. What's that? <laughs> that is my strategy. Just, uh, Walk around. Someone recognize me. It's real workout. This is probably why, you know, people, this is why men shouldn't have social media. Because you, at some point you go, well, I'm not that alone. I can, yeah. I can, I can hang out. And- I can sit at the bar. I mean, it is weird to like be a person that I, could go sit at a bar and people will come up to me because they know who i am and so like and not even like a weird dating sexual way it's just it's just nice like i like going to bars myself and it's nice have a little quick conversation with someone they'll come hey are you this person we'll talk for 10 minutes and then go and like oh that's like a nice human interaction that most people wouldn't be able to have because no one would just approach them and 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 it's a compliment yeah when people don't that's the thing people don't understand that are mean or make it awkward is like all you have to do is like hey saw your stuff it was really great or even so I, 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 you know, I follow you is, is a compliment yes, in itself. Yeah. So, I always get like, oh, are you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, right. oh yeah. Because especially on TikTok, because people will see my videos without following me. So they might right. not even remember what my name is, but they've seen every one of my videos. They surprise you more on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Right. Manscaped has you covered for all your grooming needs in 2024 with their performance package 5.0. Comes with a bunch of products and you're going to love them all. For starters, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is going to be your new best friend. This electric trimmer has skin safe technology to help protect from nicks and cuts and it comes with their brightest led spotlight yet so you can shave anywhere i'm gonna say this i love what manscaped is doing because it's making your bathroom a spa like experience this package the performance package comes with weed whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer all of manscapes liquid formulations to soothe and tone And they're all great and they smell good and it makes you care about your body and your look a little bit more. It's a great gift. They have refined cologne for the finishing touch. I have gotten into cologne recently. It is fun. It's nice. Have a little scent. So you're going to get money. 
free money, 20% off, and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code JTRAIN. Embrace a new you and a new trimmer, courtesy of Manscaped. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It can be hard to rank your top priorities or even know what those priorities are sometimes. BetterHelp's online therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can make more time for the things you love. It's really easy to get started. Just fill out a quick questionnaire on BetterHelp's website and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. Everything is done online. So you can sort through your childhood and cry in the privacy of your own home. Trust me, that's good for you. Here's the thing about BetterHelp. There's a few reasons to get involved. One, it is a easy entrance into licensed therapy. It's a way, it's a bridge. It's a toe in the water. I love that they're going to give you a questionnaire so that they match you with someone right. And here's the other thing. They talk about in the, in the promo about in your own home. How about in your car? How about going in the car, going for a drive, and talking with someone, a professional? What a great option. So let, let learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JTrain today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash JTrain. We're going to go, we're going to do a quick interview with Rob Hayes, who is hilarious. He's been on the JTrain podcast before. Uh, let's, let's see if we can start this up. Rob, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, thanks for having me, man. The special, I've seen clips, haven't gotten to watch the whole thing, but I always, I'm a huge fan of yours. We want to make sure we got you on so that people go watch it. It's called Frontin'. It's on YouTube right now. If Where did you tape it? And what does Beyonce have to do with it? Because I saw the Beyonce part. <laughs> um, I, I taped it in Atlanta. I, I wasn't looking at the schedule and I and I was in Atlanta the same day as the renaissance world tour and um i always love uh richard Pryor's special uh live in concert and his opener was patty labelle but they don't show you patty labelle at all they just put up a paragraph that says patty labelle was a very important part of this performance unfortunately due to time restraints we can't show any of you know what patty labelle did And so I just basically took that paragraph, put it on my special and said, Beyonce is a very important part of this performance. Unfortunately, due to time restraints, we we just can't show any of Beyonce's part because they could have wrote anybody. Right. I y'all, love that. Y'all had cameras set up. Y'all didn't. There's no still of Patti LaBelle on the stage. <laughs> you, I, I have to say, well, two things. One, that should tell the listener, the viewer on YouTube how much thought goes into these specials, how much we care about them, how yeah. much there's a vision. You know, we want you to go watch it. The link is in the bio of this episode. It is waiting for you. It is a Saturday night on the couch. It's date night. Rob is so fantastically funny. But that is like, there's so much stuff out there. So much stuff made willy-nilly, a TikTok that's made with, you know, face to the camera. This was a production. This was thought put in. Patty LaBelle. Yo, Rob is thinking about these things now. This is a joke in the first frame. There's a joke in the first frame. Joke in the first frame. But you, I think you always see the forest. uh, You, you find the trees in the forest. You, because there was a bit about the wooden tee with, Mm -hmm. with uh, George Washington. That wooden teeth bit. We've been hearing wooden teeth on George Washington our whole lives. That's all we heard. And. 
I'm sure you saw and it, in the bit you you reveal some information that they used to sell wooden teeth at the museum. I didn't even what would they be like? Was that like a paperweight? Like I don't know if it was a magnet, but they had like they had some kind of wooden teeth thing. But you know, this is the update. They allowed me to go on Corden on CBS yeah. and do a bit about the wooden teeth. And no one along the way was like, hey, his teeth weren't wood. So I've already like said to the world, I've added to the George Washington as wooden <laughs> teeth. This is the update. So, you know, now I do like an abridged version of that joke. And then I get into what I found out afterwards. That's so funny. And it shows that like sometimes like we think jokes are done. You're like, put a bow on it. And then someone's like, here's this other information. We're comedians are just such hard workers without admitting we're hard workers because we wake up at different hours, but we do 30 million jobs, but we sit there perfecting a bit. You go, it's done. It's over. And then we go, well, I already did it. But then it's like, no, no, no. The new part is what makes the bit whole. Like you've, it, it's a real, it, and it's actually informative. I, I didn't know that. I, the wooden teeth thing, I've been hearing, that's all you heard about him. I, I mean, the fact, it, it says a lot about our schooling, that this was like a big part of it. It's like weird propaganda. Like you, they teach you about the wooden teeth, you're like five years old. You're just trying to figure out president. You're just trying to figure out like like basic concepts and then they come to you with these wooden teeth. That's guilt. That's guilt. So now the Beyonce thing, if you're taping in the same town as Beyonce, this is a very weird comedian on the road thing, is you will realize something is in the town when you get to the town. And it's like the biggest thing. When did you realize Beyonce was there the same night you're taping? Fly her out, and then I get comments like, I'm sorry, dog. I got <laughs> Beyonce tickets. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, it's no. the worst feeling in the world that shouldn't make you feel bad. I had this Dallas. I have shows in Dallas. If you're out there in Dallas, someone, like, because you have access, especially to comedians, they have access to messaging you. Like, you in no way were ever like, I'm competing with Beyonce. Like, there's no thought no. in your mind. I didn't even look at her calendar and didn't even make that <laughs> connection. You know, I I just... I was just, I hope I could pack this room twice, you know. Right. So Taylor Swift and Beyonce look at each other's calendars, maybe. Maybe. But then I got a message. You're in Dallas. Someone wrote me. They're like, hey, man, it's the same night as Alanis Morissette. I'm like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't need this in my mind. I didn't need to feel bad. I needed it. And I do, you get a little angry. You're like, you're like, Come on, you're not like uh, Atlantis. You can go Google her. There's some. Uh, there's enough out there. This is a whole new hour. You know, like, and you're like, how am I mad about Atlantis Morissette right now? Like, why am I doing this to myself? This is insanity. I wonder how many people are in the Venn diagram <laughs> of fans of you and Atlantis Morissette. Like, I want. I wonder what what that middle looks. I'm I'm praying to God in the Dallas area. It's just this one person who messaged me that made me feel like shit for an hour. <laughs> Rob Hayes, we want everyone to go watch a special. It, I mean, I've told you I've watched clips. Every clip I see is hilarious, but Rob is so funny. Every time you've come on the podcast, we've got to have you back. I, you were in town, and then we missed you, and we couldn't 
I was busy, busy hitting it. Uh, I was still working on a in a writer's room on West Coast time, you know. Zoom. But this, we wanted to make sure we made this happen. Everyone, the link is in the bio of this episode. Go support Rob at Rob Hayes. So funny. Thank you, man, for coming on. This is fantastic. Thanks for having me. I, I'll definitely hit you next time I'm in New York. I'll definitely have more more free time and time to move around and, and see people and stuff. We got to do the in-studio experience. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Okay. I wanted to do a segment with you called Jeremy's Date Spots. Okay. I think a recommendation to me is tells me everything about someone. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, what makes a good recommendation to you? Like, I, I just generally. Like you're going to a town because yeah. I get this. Okay, I, yeah. I, oh, I'm going because I I'm always traveling. So it's like, oh, I'm going to Des Moines. Mm -hmm. And then I will get a recommendation that'll be like a list for like different tastes and different times yeah. of day. And I'll go, this person cared <laughs> about my experience. I remember uh -huh. I went to like, where did I go? Houston. And someone was like, go to like a place and it was a chain. And I'm like, wait a minute. They have that oh. in Chicago. And I'm yes. like, and I'm like mad at the thought and I want them to know. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not this. Because a recommendation is, is a person trying to say something about themselves. Yes. And it's also them trying to take care of you at the same time. It's a crossover. There's a middle, as uh, you know, Rob just mentioned the Venn diagram. The middle of the Venn diagram is where you get what you want and I get to look like the cool person who sent you to the right place. Yeah, and like it still like makes me nervous giving recommendations for stuff, especially when it's one when I make videos. I'm like, whatever, people like do the research. I forget that people are just like, he said it, we're doing it. I'm like, oh, that that makes me nervous when I think when I think about that. I'm like, oh, like I mean, look into it a little bit after I told you about it, but okay, sure. So I have a game I play on the road. Uh -huh. So on the road, I will turn on Food Network, and it, it again, a lot of things have to come together. But this is my fun road game, and it's never happened. Okay, I'm waiting for the day because I need a few things to happen. One, I need diners, drive-ins, and dives to be a marathon. Okay. And that happens a lot. I, I feel like that is what the network is. <laughs> right. So I'll turn on Food Network. If it's a diners, drive-ins, and dives marathon, I keep it on as long as the marathon's on. And if he goes to a place in a city that I am sitting in, I go. That mm. is my promise. Okay. So that's the game. Is like okay. if he if I'm in Buffalo and he's like I'm in Buffalo we're rolling up on Buffalo <laughs> I'm rolling up on that place so what makes a good recommendation to you and then we want to go over date spots I think or mm. we want to go over what you would recommend what you would look for in each of these types okay. of spots sure, so yeah what what's a good recommendation to you I think I think it is like coming from the person I think like yes it's like some thoughts i don't want it to be too detailed because i'm mm. like i can't read all this just right. like summarize a little bit like hey this is it because of this okay great nailed it that's all i need that's all i need to know because again i'm a person who wants to do research from it mm. so like, i'm looking for recommendations right now for my japan trip i like, put on stories where should i go most people just said the name and place i'm like great i, I don't need that's... you to fill it in i'm gonna go google this thing and figure it out <laughs> and i'm glad i know someone at least put their word behind it now right. my job is to figure out like that's a yeah. well this is an important part this bothers me to my core. Uh, hey, I'm looking for Japan recommendations. And then someone writes back, well, what's your vibe? No, no, no. <laughs> no, put your, put your stamp on it. Have a little uh, bit of, have some balls. Sit yeah. there and you put your name behind it. It's okay. Listen, I'm not gonna come back to someone who says go to 
blankety blank. Go to this place and go, look at this idiot. Look at this fucking loser. Look at this piece of shit. They don't know anything. Their taste buds suck. Like, I would never do that to them. I do. They do protect themselves in a way. Yeah. They go, what's your vibe? And then I've never gotten a good recommendation from the person asking what my vibe, what kind of food do you like? Everything. Well, here's my problem though. I like what I, I like what they like in Illinois. But I get D, I get DMs every day, especially about New Yorkers. Right. And it's always like, where should I eat? And I'm like, I mean, I could just write off some names. I do want to be more thoughtful about it. So I am like, what neighborhoods are you going to be in? What are your favorite foods? I mean, there's 10,000 things. Oh, I when people them. ask you. When people ask me and I'm okay. giving them response. So the, and it's always just starts same thing. Like, where should I eat in New York? I'm like, well, that's a loaded where question. Where should I'm I like, eat in New York is not the same as, okay. hey, I'm, course, in, of course, of I'm course. going to Brooklyn looking for a brunch spot. Yeah. Well, what type of food do you like? No, 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 no. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what type of food do you like? I like brunch spot. I told you. What's your vibe? Do you like a dance club? No, I like brunch. I want you to tell me this is the most yeah. delicious brunch I've ever had. Like, listen, I can, the, the uh, underrated food town, Indianapolis. Mm. Indianapolis has two restaurants that I, I would, I would fly to. Uh, Milk Tooth and uh, Bluebeard. Great restaurants. Great food. It, I would send anyone there. Uh, I think KYU has uh, is one of the best restaurant experiences in the country. The one in Miami is reopening soon. Reopening I think. soon, but they're here and they're. I think Vegas just opens also. Yeah, like that. Yeah. They're they're doing like and I and I sent my dad there. My dad, you know, my dad's the. I want the food off the plate. He goes, I, I you know, I, I go to my dad. I go go to KYU. You're gonna love it. And he walked out. He goes, I loved it. The people who worked there cared about it like it was Trader Joe's people. Uh, and I was like, that's a good review. That's yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what you want. Like he, you know, you're gonna put your name behind stuff. Yeah. You you know, I could I could go city for city. I could tell you bars. Hey, where should I go for a bar? Late, and then it's my job to go late night drink here, early night drink okay, here. Fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but okay, so what what how do you pick a good drinks for date one? Yes, and I do think like it's always drinks date one. Yes. If I know them, maybe a little bit. Okay, maybe you get food, but like drinks if I date one option for food. No, I'm just like I'm so happy drinking. And yeah. once I start drinking, I'm not a drunk eater. Okay. So once I start drinking, we're cut off. We're not eating at all. We so are two sides, two different sides of the coin. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm big into like I want like. I don't want it to be so quiet, but I don't want it to be crazy. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to sit. If I can't sit, that's not happening. Got to get a seat. So what I do is I'll pick a place. I've got a couple places I'll pick, but I'll get there 15 to 20 minutes early. Ooh. So I could either get a seat. I want I want to be in a spot. I can be comfortable. So mm -hmm. even like I'm weird about where I sit in restaurants too. So like I'm sitting in a place. I want to like be open to the restaurant a little right. bit. It just makes it. I'm on a date. I want to feel as comfortable as possible. Yes. Set up all these things. So if I get there and I know, oh, there's not no chance of a seat. I'll text him like, hey, I'm here a little early. We're going to change plans a little bit. It's going to be within two blocks of this place. I'll right. let you know when I find it. And I'll spend 20 minutes finding a different bar. It's very interesting you say that. The seat is more important than looking prepared mm. almost. Yep. And, and and maybe the person, when they arrive, they're a little annoyed. and But then you go, listen, I'm sorry about the change. I'm sure you explain yourself. Yeah, I'm just like, we can't sit down. Like, we, I want to talk. I want to be a place where we can actually sit and speak to each other and, not, and be comfortable. See, I think know? it shows humility, too. Getting there early. Mm -hmm. I've thought about this. I thought that place was the place. It ain't the spot for yeah. us. I got another spot backup. So I think for first date, that's a good idea. Have the place that you want to go to. Have the, pl the backup, backup place. And it's New York City. There's back. There's a million bars. There's enough places right. to have backup. It's fine. And so that's a, you know, for any city, that's a, that's a, hey, be in an area that has backup bars. Yes. So, okay. 
dinner for date three. Hmm. Do you, uh, what's a place you would recommend in New York City dinner for date three? I think beyond just like a specific thing, like my whole thing, this is going to be more specific towards me, I guess, but food is everything for me. Right. In terms of like what I love and I'm passionate about and my work. And if I'm looking for a partner, I want them to enjoy what I love doing as well. Mm. And that's like a huge thing. I've been yelled at about this, about like my thing of like, if girls have a diet restriction of whatever it is. I'm like, what have you been yelled at about? Oh, people have been like, how dare you judge someone because they're gluten-free? I'm like, I'm sorry, live your life, but I would like to date a girl that could eat bread with me. What do you want from me? Like, I'm looking for my partner. Why can't that be a thing? Why can't that be a thing for me? My whole life is food. Why can't my thing be like, eat meat and fucking eat everything? Well, no, this, this is what I want. And, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, we've developed this like distrust for gluten-free. You know, we, <laughs> you know, there. It, it, if someone said to you, I think there would there be a difference between someone who's like, I'm celiac. Like this is like <laughs> the biggest deal to me, uh -huh. but they've had a lifetime of, Hey, I know how to work the room. I know how to make sure everyone's happy. Yeah. Or are you just like, listen, I'm, I'm against this. <laughs> you're against the celiac community. Okay. <laughs> this is why they yelled at me. You heard it here first. <laughs> this is, uh... But I sort of use dinner as like a test to see like how excited are, it doesn't two things. So, like, I want to do, like, an omakase. Omakase! Because I want to know, are they going to eat everything? Are and they adventurous? Are they excited? I've had girls be like, I, don't, I can't choose. That's horrible. I'm like, that's not how I live my life. Right? People have been like, wow, that's so, so cool. So, omakase Interesting. Like, is, uh, for those that might not know, is a sushi tasting menu. Yes. So, they're just going to keep them coming. And there's yep. different versions. There's a 10 course. There's a 15 course. I did a 21 course. Um, where did I go? It was... Uh, the sushi guy that was in the train station they made the movie about. <laughs> in in where where were it's you? It's in New York. Oh, in sushi New York. Nakazawa. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, it was beautiful. Oh, yes, I saw you there. Yes, yeah. I saw yeah, yeah. I, am. yeah. I saw him posting there. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see him. I was like, oh Jared, you're here too. <laughs> so we were both alone next to each other on our phones. It was very sad. Um so Wait, so, but it's it's interesting. I do understand the thought process of an omakase place for date three. Now, and uh, I think in other parts of the country, this is becoming more of a thing. The omakase is like kind of growing mm -hmm. more recently. Yeah. Um, it is an event. It is yeah. a discussion is built in yeah. conversationally. What'd you think of this one? What was your yes, favorite? What so, was your least and favorite? And you're not like sitting facing each other in the middle of this restaurant. Like you're part of a show really right right yes and it's, that is fun and it's a show i would like a stand-up show on day one i would be against but no an omakase show is a discussion there's talking yes. there's oh you know do you usually eat this stuff do mm -hmm. you, and and i that's why like i'm always when i went to europe and i did shows i took a lot of food tours because i was like i don't like to go to a museum i don't want to like go into a church but the food tours were like, I can eat stuff while also learning about the city and walk around. Yeah. So it gave me an opportunity to like, I'm getting it built into the experience. <laughs> it's almost like here without knowing it's here. Yeah. Um, on a side conversation. And I like this for date three dinner, omakase. I want to come back to it. What do you think of, what's the one that, uh, I, 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 I have a belief that the, What's the what's the sushi called that's like the that tastes like a wet towel? <laughs> I don't know. It tastes bad to you? Yes. It's the one the <laughs> squid, not the the uh, it's like I hate it. I can't believe What does it look it. like? It's the one 
not squid. It's um, it looks like uh, gooey almost. <laughs> um, it's the one unagi, not unagi. Um, no, uni, uni. Oh, see, I love uni. Do you think? Do you love uni? Oh yes. So what is uni? To explain it to the people, it's I I it's I think it's the um sea urchin sea urchin row. Okay. Yes. Do you you like it? Oh, it's so just like I it's so much it's almost like avocado in a way where it's like if you just sort of eat it on your own it's like this is a little weird. It's like very creamy and like it's a little oceany sometimes. It's very rich. But like with like That's not it. That's no. caviar because That's caviar. they yeah, but the, the it's uni. I didn't yeah. post a picture of it. I just think I oh, can't believe just anyone like would like oh. it. I, like I am thinking about it right now. Like if a woman, it's very expensive too. So that's why it's like something you don't always find. And the, right. It is something where the, the more expensive it is, the better it will taste. And the omakase that's, and it's why it's part of like an omakase tasting. Yeah. Cause you're not yeah. going to get like a bunch of uni, but it's going to be like a part of the show. So to yeah. speak. Yeah. What would you think if a woman was on a date with you? It was like, I don't eat uni. I want to do this without uni. I want her. I just want them to try it. Right. You want adventure. Yeah. I want this that. They eat it and they're like, ah, this isn't for me. I'm like, respect. You don't have to like everything. Right. But I, I've been on dates with people like normal things. I, I was on this date. It was a drinking date. We weren't supposed to be eating. I went to the bathroom, ran into the owner of the bar. The next thing I know, like food's coming out. I'm like, all right, like food's out. A wonderful, what like a cool experience. I mean, I get wh- to you live. look like a stud. I know the owner. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is all good. So like I'm tasting everything. Like, I'm excited by food. So I'm like, all right, let me try this. And like, no, I don't want to try it. What was, was it? It was a spam katsu sando. Spam katsu. So it's spam. I've de- talked shit on the sando thing, but I've come around <laughs> to it because I know it's a Japanese. It's in thing. a Japanese sandwich. It's a sando. It's okay. Just, it's just as white. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it now. I've come to terms. <laughs> sando. It's like she's like I don't want to don't want to try it. I was like, what do you mean? They they gave it to us. They presented it to us as this gift to us. Mm. I'm like, you don't you don't have to like it, but just taste it. You know what, what was mean? their reason? Did you say ask why? I just learned that they just don't like food. They don't want food. It just doesn't excite. <laughs> it just doesn't excite them in any way. I, they just want to. Eat How everything. do you end up on the date with this person? I, you know, are you asking the right questions, Jeremy? What they if- were. I don't want to say too much. It'll give it away. I okay. guess more of who it is, but like there were circumstances that led me to believe that they would be very much into food. Okay. <laughs> Sound, sounds like they might be lying to a lot of people, but I, but I, that, that is interesting to me. Cause I like to me on a dating app or in a conversational way, like I would think that the conversation about food is immediate with you. It's, it's immediate, which makes it really easy. It's such an easy thing. Like, especially on Bumble, it gives them an easy thing to be like, Oh, right. Oh my God. Like, where should I go eat? Like just easy to get in a conversation or whatever it is. Okay. So to bring it back to third date, uh, dinner, Omakase, I think that's a great suggestion. I think that's like, if you're a guy listening, hey, or whatever you are, hey, there's an, and Omakase, the price is coming down. It used to be- You could find a huge variety, 100%, yeah. yeah. It, it used to be like, you. it was for the rich and famous. Now mm-hmm. it is, there are very normal Omakase places. Now. Yep, yep. And eat a protein bar before you go. I think yeah, I think that's like really? the one. I, I'm I'm eating before I. I've never walked out of Omakase and be like, whoa, what are we gonna oh, do? Oh no, I, I definitely I definitely feel like oh no, it's, it's a lot of rice. It's a lot of rice. Depends I, okay. how many pieces I get. What's another food place? Give me a specific place you would suggest for date three. Uh, well, if you're gonna say Omakase, I love sushi by M. Okay, it's in East Village where it's Omakase. It's not crazy expensive. I think it's like sushi by M. Sushi by M. There's two okay. locations. And it's very chill. Like sometimes the fans are Mikasa feel like they've got to dress up or something. It's, this is not that at all. I like that. And it's for what you, for the price, like fish quality is incredible. Okay. 
This is great to know. I yeah. because and fun and just like fun. it's fun. fun. Th that's the thing yeah. is omakase can be stuffy. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at it. Very cool look. And it's an East Village. East little, Village, yeah, yeah, exactly. a good area. There's yep. backup bars, places to go afterwards. Exactly. Or before. Okay. Yep. What's another food place you would suggest for a date three? I want to make sure we go a little bit left of a, or right of a omakase. <laughs> sure. Well, it'll still be sort of Japanese. I mean, at this point then, it, I'm just sort of thinking, again, it's the idea of like, I want to bring them into my world. Mm. So sometimes it's like, very specific to me. Hey, what do I have an invite to? What was cool? But sometimes it's like, hey, I just want to bring them to my favorite restaurant and see what their experience is. Like, right. I love Rule of Thirds. It's in Greenpoint. Super sexy vibes. Great cocktails. Great wine lists. Japanese, but every sort of Japanese thing you could find. Right. It's a special meal. I'm like, this is my favorite place. So we go there and you're like, this fucking sucks. I'm like, ah, I feel like we're off a little bit. There. Have you been on a date where someone goes, this fucking sucks? Uh, <laughs> like, I, 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 that's such a strong way no, to like respond maybe, to a meal. But, no, but, but maybe I, not. I but it's like I'm bringing you into my world, and you're like, I don't appreciate this. Right. It's like, oh, that rule says of thirds. Something. I've been to. They do comedy shows in the back. Yes. And yeah. 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 It is like a Japanese Jewish combo, a little bit, right? A little bit. It's like Japanese stuff. fusion, a little bit. I'd say maybe a little more, like yeah, influences a little bit. Very New York fusiony Japanese. Yeah. I like that place as a date suggestion because it's it's more tapas. It's uh, yes. you yeah, can yeah. get a lot of choices. You, you can, can share. You, you can negotiate. I think negotiating yeah. a menu is a big fun date. Thing. Well, that's true. I want a place I could share everything, and it right. goes back to the idea of like if you have dietary restrictions, you can't share everything. It's like right. And I'll try it because I'm like I tell myself, well, you know, you're 36, maybe maybe just try, give it a shot, give it a shot. Right. And it's always that same thing of like, oh, now I'm feeling pressure about what should we order. I want to make sure they're accommodated for. Now I'm give trying to give them the better experience and taking away from my experience. Right. Okay. So let's go. Okay. Hang with friends. What's like a hang with friends type of place you would go to? Uh, my favorite bar in New York City is Horses and Divorces. Horses and Divorces. It's in Williamsburg. It is... A legit dive bar in Williamsburg. Okay. And it, it's just like, you could just, there's a little pool table in the back, but it's just chill. You could always walk right in. It's always packed, but never too packed. You can't walk right in. Usually you can find a nice little seat. Great drinks. They give me, they pour my tequila up to the brim of that glass. That's great. And just Love like a it's good a, pour. Yeah, it's a great place for from there. And then you're in the middle of Williamsburg. We just kind of go wherever. I Again, I don't, I don't leave Williamsburg. So I start <laughs> my nights there and then I see where the night takes me. No, this, uh, this <laughs> has the look. I like this. Okay. Yeah. Now the last, we had another one. Um, brunch. Where are you brunching? Your brunch boys. Uh, ah, twelve chairs is twelve chairs. Classic. They have a brunch. Oh yeah, they have, they do like their brunches are like they want to make it like Israeli brunches too. So there'll be people on the table and you know whatever. It's a vibe. There's it's a, a vibe. There's a yes. dance going yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. And now the last one is late night food. Late night food. I got a place in mind that I'm gonna give out for New York. Um, I don't want to gatekeep, but it is. The best late night bar food, I think. Okay. Right now, what I've been doing late night, again, I don't normally drunk eat, mm -hmm. but sometimes if I'm not drunk enough, then I'm starving. I got, there's right. like a window well, there. If you were going to like go to a bar late and need a meal, like it was hmm. not even drunk. Okay. I mean, I, it's just what I ordered. Like if I get off the plane late, I'm getting home like, um, uh, Birialandia taco truck delivers okay. in Williamsburg to like two 30 in the morning. Okay. It's crazy. And Han Dynasty delivers real late also. I was at. Mother's Ruin. Oh, I think they yeah. have the best bar food that I've legitimately ever had. I that doesn't shock me. It is unreal. I think they, and if you're coming to visit New York and you're going to come to the city, what a great area to go out in. Yep. What a great place to end up at at the end of the night. If you're going on a date, 
traveling, going from spring lounge to mother's room. I, I mean, <laughs> I've made that, that trip many times. <laughs> absolutely. So if you're looking for a place, but I, I, I think what they're doing is just great. So listen, those are Jeremy's recommendations. We're so pumped to have you. Everyone should follow uh, at Jeremy Jacobowitz on all the social media. Uh, we're going to head to Patreon now. 